Hey, hey! Welcome to episode three of the Jenkins. I'm Steve, and this is Alex. Hey, Alex. Hi. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Well, we did do the podcast last week, even though we didn't have you around. Mm-hmm. America loved you. Okay. What were they saying? Uh, my favorite was Alex for President 2020. That's fair. And clearly, that wouldn't work because you'd be what? About 12, maybe, by then? So you can't be president until you're 35, so we going to have to wait till like, 2120 before you can be oh, running. Yeah. It's going to be a long time before then. Do you have any scandals that would keep you from being president? Uh, probably not. Do you? This isn't about me. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I'll tell you, the opposite of scandal is uh, doing good, I would suppose. And I am trying to do good. I am trying to not get us an explicit rating on iTunes. But it happened again. Well, I think it's just going to happen every episode. I don't think they listen to every episode. Well, I can't assume that. I want I want to be clean, wholesome, family fun. So I think what happened last week was... See, so I, I'm, I'm trying to picture this, but I don't understand what you mean by wholesome family fun. Do you think I, I'm not sure if I brought this up before, but do you literally think families are listening to this podcast together? Yes. Oh, okay. I just, I mean, that's fine. I'm just wondering how you, how you think this is getting out there, but all right. So, okay. So family fun. No, I'm going to listen to it around the dinner table. Like I, I look forward today to the day my young children are like, Hey, let's listen to the fantasy football podcast together. Yeah. That's going to be, yeah. Yeah. I listen to like them all the time. You do, you do. You're pretty into fantasy football podcasts, and I know your kids would probably pick yours. So, okay, <clears throat> I want the option then. So, if family decided to listen to it, they don't have to be embarrassed, and nobody has to have a, a talk with the children. <coughs> a talk with the children in one of the rooms afterwards. Okay, fair enough. So, I think the only real crime I committed last week was I signed off. By suggesting, by suggesting the people not make bad life choices involving illegal substances. But I used a specific substance's name, and maybe that got us flagged. What substance name was that? No! Oh, oh here. Okay, I'll match you. I'll do that. Okay. The, the, the Breaking Bad television show. The stuff that they were selling. I didn't watch Breaking Bad. Well, it's not like going to math class, but fairly similar. I never did drugs in math class. You can't say that word. You're going to get us an explicit rating. Math? Math? Math. No, not math. I, I, I only said math. This is becoming the worst who's on first routine ever. I don't understand. What's the drug? That's the word you can't say. Drug? Yes. You said You said drug. No, I said a specific one. But yeah, I have which said... specific one? <laughs> you know, the one. I know, I don't. I'm trying to get that from you. Imagine the word math. Replace one of the letters. Moth. Yes, I told the people not to do moth. Is moth a new drug? We've already lost our, our clean rating. I don't know, kids have licked toads before. They lick moths now? Is that a thing? You're not making any sense. I just want a clean podcast that, that the whole family can listen to, that Grandpa can play for his great-grandchildren. Well, then you shouldn't be talking about moths, then. I mean, I don't see a problem with them, but apparently if you do, 
So that's what we're going to say now. We're going to call any sort of illegal substance that you should not be doing moths. You just said we can't say that. No, I'm saying we couldn't say the actual word of what moth meant, but moth should be fine. Okay, so moth is, what is the real drug then? Do you need me to write it down for you? No, I want you to tell me. Like, is there a slang term for it? The the, the, the computers on iTunes are probably really smart. They would know what that slang was. Like a moth? Yeah. You're not making any sense. I, I give up. Well, I'm going to just start referring to substances you should not do as moths. That's a bad idea, but okay. Well, I uh, do have to share that one good thing that came out of this is Jason is irate that he has been renamed Aunt Bee's Custard and Pie Emporium. I think that still sounds worse. <laughs> it ain't going to get flagged. Aunt Bee's Custard. Okay, I guess. But all right, so that's that's his name on here then, if that's... I mean, I prefer Squirrel Squad, but okay. Why can't you let me have my dream? Uh, which dream? A clean podcast. Oh. I forgot the other name already. What is it? Ant Bee's Pie and Custard Emporium. Ant Bee's. Like, from Mayberry. Ant Bee's, she made the pies. Steven, you know I don't know what that is. Let's just get past that point. We understand I'm... I'm too I'm too young for that reference, probably. Um, Everybody knows the Andy Griffin show. I I only know the theme song. Actually, I don't even know the theme song. I just have a slight idea that it involves whistling. It's like do 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 do. Is that one? You're probably gonna get copyright infringement now for you doing that. No, that's cool. <sighs> Sigh. How about we talk some fantasy football? Well, I guess. How are you feeling? Talk about how uh, last week went for you. Um, I got a little bit of my confidence back after last week. Ty Montgomery's showing up, and all my guys are at least average. So there's something. But I, I don't know. I don't have quite a competitive team yet. Hopefully either Kirk Cousins or Matt Stafford will uh, start kicking it up a notch and maybe deserving that starting role on the fantasy team. But other than that, it was nice to have a finally have a win. So one and one. I'm happy. Well, you spent some high draft capital on the quarterbacks like we've talked about. What, the fourth and fifth rounds? I did, I did. And uh, Kirk and Matt Stafford. And uh, sadly, I haven't started Matt Stafford yet. He's been doing better on average. But this week, Kirk Cousins did give me a couple more points than Matt Stafford did. But Matt Stafford the first week just went off the rails. And if he can do that again, that'd be really nice. It was the better matchup to play Cousins against the Rams than uh, Stafford against the Giants. You did the right thing. It just didn't uh, pan out. Yeah, but the Rams did so much better last week. You know what I mean? Well, what was the score of that game the first week? It was like 30-something to like 3? It was, it was ridiculously high, but it was the Colts without Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you're right. But congratulations on the win. According to ESPN Projections, you are currently in the playoffs if they were to start after week 2. That's a, that's exciting, I guess. I mean, I mean, pretty much all of us would be projected in the playoffs unless we're 0-2, right? You would think, but no. Actually, the team that was number one in last week's power, Jenkins, Bobby, is now 1-1, one and one, and he would be the odd team out at, uh, with that record because there's three 0-2 teams. Oh, weird. Okay, cool. You don't look as excited to know that information as I am. No, it's just a weird thing to know offhand. 
I got another stat I want to share with you a little bit later on when we get to that point. Is it really weird, too? I don't think it's really weird, but uh, it's something Lucas brought up, and I did a little bit of legwork on it. You know when you're watching an NFL football game and they'll like shoot out some stat that's like completely pointless? Mm-hmm. Like this is the first time a left-armed quarterback has thrown his first five passes of the third quarter in its complete succession. And you're like, wow, that's neat. That should be your job. You should get that as a job. Be the, be the weird statistics guy at ESPN. Like I wish we were a video podcaster now that you could see like kind of the saucers that my eyes have become at how awesome. That would be. Could I still do this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You just have to be non-biased, I guess. But yeah, you could do it. In fact, you could. That could actually be a main thing of your podcast. Is uh, stupid, stupid Steve stats. Stupid Steve stats. Uh, there's a better name for that. But yeah, that'd be fun. I like it. I think you're onto something. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, I feel excited. I mean, you haven't even seen the the list of stats I have prepared for the postseason. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'm excited for it. Is it how many sheets is it? Like nine at this point. That's not too bad. That's after two weeks though, isn't it? Well, it's covering, a, this will be our 12th year in existence, so it's covering a lot. You're covering 12 years of our league? Yeah. Do you have the stats from all of our earlier leagues somewhere? You were not never in a league with me before. No, I'm saying like all the previous years. Yeah, it's all housed on ESPN. Oh, I didn't know that. I wasn't sure if you printed it all off. Nope, it's all there, so I, I've saved some in the event that they get rid of it, but we've got it for now. You got it in your fire safety box? All that important documentation for a fantasy football league? No, that's where I keep the formula for the Jenkins in case I ever die. Oh, gotcha. Got to pass that on. I got to figure out which kid's going to get that information. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, so what do you say? Let's talk some Jenkins. Let's do it. All right, all right. Grabbing my top secret sheet here. Oh, hey, while I'm doing that, let's talk about how we all did last week. You, uh, America didn't get to hear your picks because, you know, you weren't here. Oh, how we did on our picks. Okay. Yeah. You went 5-0. and I did. I you did. did. You picked everybody. I did. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. It's occurring to me I should probably give the results so that people would actually know who you picked. Yeah, sure. Would you like to do the honors? Uh, no, it's all you. You have the sheet there. All right. So, first off, you were able to, as we talked about, get off the schneid. You beat Bobby by a score of, pause for effect. Yeah, you you kicked the stuffing out of him, 121 to 71. Mm-hmm. I was able to beat Tim, 146 and a half to 99. Mm-hmm. Closest matchup of the week. Jason beat Gordy. Uh, again, that would be Ant B's Pie Custard and Pie Emporium beat Blue Angels Go Navy one thirty six and a half to one twenty five and a half. Mm-hmm. Matt's squad of this aired in two thousand nine people beat the guy I predicted to win the championship, Lucas one sixty one to one hundred two point five. And last but not least, Kelly, next week's spotlight member, beat Cam. And his seven dollars worth of crappy team, ninety-four to seventy-five and a half. <laughs> rude. Not nearly as rude as the, thing, the things you have said about his team. I'm not saying anything about his team. You're the one saying. We have got two episodes team. that clearly tell us something else. All right. So last week you went five and zero. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. ESPN went three and two in their projection <laughs> projections, and I went two and three. So through two weeks, ESPN leads the way at seven and three. You are six and four, mm-hmm. and I am slightly behind at three and seven. Okay. So if ESPN wins, do we have to send them an award? Like we'll send it to their P.O. box, and then just some guy is going to open up a letter at ESPN. It's going to have a little certificate in it. It's like, congratulations. You predicted our fantasy football league better. What the heck is this? <laughs> Who would we actually address that to? I don't know. The bald guy with the glasses? I'm not giving anything to Scott Van Pelt. Well, okay. I don't know. Uh... I don't know, just ESPN in general. Maybe okay. they'll hang it up in their hallway. All right, so let's start out with our janky. I guess not start out, but let's get into the jankings. Yeah, we've teased out like three times now. You have. Keep getting off subject. I'll work on that. <laughs> so in at number 10, down a spot from last week, is Lucas and his team, okay. Bob and Bam. Mm-hmm. Uh, issue here seems to be kind of what we have projected it's going to be for a while, and that is the quarterback play. Right now, Russell Wilson and Cam Newton are the quarterbacks 22 and 23 in the league. Ouch. And Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, was not getting past due. Actually, I uh, watched a bit of that game, and uh, they just did not. Four receptions for 36 yards for Odell Beckham Jr. Ouch. That hurts, too. Did you get to watch much of it? Was he looking like he's getting back to where he needs to be? Or maybe... Um, I only saw some short, uh, throw short passes to him. I didn't get to see a lot of the game because I don't have ESPN and it was Monday Night Football. Sure. So I had to keep going on YouTube. And every 10 minutes I'd have to look for a live stream of it. And then it just kept getting deleted. Turned, uh, YouTube shuts it down every couple minutes. So I only got like bits and pieces of the game. But yeah, um, he didn't get thrown to enough. I mean... Devontae Freeman, I think, was pretty much the only thing that did well on this team. Yeah, I think Devontae Freeman, you know, minus the – I think Russell threw one touchdown pass, but beyond that, Freeman was the only guy on the team that got a touchdown. Yeah, that is true. His defense his defense got a touchdown. So That's something. That is well, something. you need all the help you can get at this point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. His kicker only got five and a half points. Ouch. Well, I did ask Lucas. I asked if he was a little worried about his own two record. And he's feeling pretty okay about it. Um, I think he brings up a good point, which you're getting at, that Beckham's going to be back. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got A.J. Green, so solid there. He's got Devontae Freeman, solid there. And the quarterbacks have not had good matchups. I believe that Cam Newton actually has a really nice matchup this week against the Saints. So Lucas should actually get real-life quarterback play this week, and that's going to be real helpful. Okay. Yeah, that would be helpful. Then maybe you can pick Cam Newton. Uh, who does Russell Wilson play next week? I'm try- I don't know who the Seattle Seahawks play off the top of my head. I'm trying to Let's find see. out. My phone's really slow. Oh, Tennessee. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but Russell Wilson is averaging 178 yards a game and has only thrown one touchdown through two games. So. Gosh. But I think that's going to be the thing. I want to. I want to stay here. I don't think he's going to suck for 16 games. I think he's going to have eight good games, but he's still going to have six crappy ones. Mm-hmm. So good luck predict, uh, predicting what's what with that. Very true. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, this was uh, the stat that I had wanted to get to earlier, but I looked like I might have been cutting you off. No, no, you're fine. Okay. 
Lucas had asked me if I was able to go through our league's history and tell how many teams went from 0-2 to making the playoffs. So my question for you, do you think I have that information? Yes. You'd think, but no. You don't? I was willing to do some legwork. Like if you go look at a history of a team, and like if I go back, for example, 2009, and look at the week two results, they'll be there. But next to the team, it won't be what their record was at that point. It will just be their final record. Uh, so I would have to go back through all of that and manually tally the scores. And you're not going to do that? I did something, though. Okay. So 0-2 teams I don't think have to be worried, and I will tell you why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little game and have you kind of lead us there. So I've gone back and I looked at all the records of all the teams through our 11 years and what sort of record will get you into the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The the magic number is seven wins. No team has ever gone seven and six and not made the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll have a little fun here. 18 teams in our 11 years have gone six wins and seven losses. How many of those do you think made the postseason? Say 16. I'm sorry? What was the number you gave me? Uh, 18 teams have finished the year six oh, and seven. How many? 15. Close. 12. Ooh, okay. And 24 teams have finished the year five and eight. How many of those do you think made the playoffs? Ten. Two. Two. Oh. So that the number appears to be if you can get to six and seven, you've got a two-thirds chance of getting into the playoffs, which is about the same chances that you would naturally have in a 10-person league where six make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So no need to feel worried yet if you are 0-2. Mm -hmm. All right, any thoughts about Lucas's team? No, I think we pretty much covered it, unless I missed something. I think those were, we mentioned all the big players. Uh, A.J. Green hasn't been doing as well, but a lot of the top 10 wide receivers haven't been doing as well. Yeah, as you I, think they would have. You and I were talking about this a bit off air. Really, the first two rounds of the draft, it's almost, I would think, more bust than boom right now, but I'd have to go back and look at it. Oh, hardcore. I mean, what? Let's, you're Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy was hurt. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Howard's been a mess. I've had Julio Jones, and he's been, he's like the 18th ranked or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, there was Ezekiel Elliott. No, that was Keeper. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. But I'm counting him. I'm counting the keepers in the first oh, round. Keepers, of the yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. He, he was even in last week. He didn't do anything. Eight carries, nine yards. Yeah, that was rough. Um, uh, Mr. Moore's keeper, uh, Johnson. David Johnson. David Johnson. He's out for the year. Andrew Luck still has yet to play. Yeah, Andrew Luck still has yet to play. Um, Des Bryant. Nah. Sam Julio Jones and AJ Green. Um. Odell Beckham Jr. He was out the first week. He didn't. He didn't get many catches this week. Yeah, it's rough. It is. But we're going to talk about those guys a little more. Um, but I will have uh, some more material for us to look at if this carries on through week three. So number nine, care to take a guess? Oh man, I am going to say Gordy. How the mighty have fallen, our preseason number one, Tim, and the minions have fallen from first to sixth last week down to nine this really? week. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. Like, only two players on this team did anything. That's almost as many players that have gone on IR or are suspended for him. Yeah. Oh, he put Johnson on IR, yeah, because he's out. he's out for the year, isn't he? Well, he had surgery on him, right? You know, he's on short-term IR with a designation to return, so he can come back in about eight weeks. Yeah, okay. And Greg Olson got put on IR. Mm-hmm. And Willie Sneed is suspended for one more game. Ouch. Yeah, this team is really Drew Brees in the pips at this point. Yeah, even Terrell Pryor. Kirk Cousins hasn't been throwing to him. Talk with me about that. You spent a lot of time watching uh, the Washington game. I don't know how to get into the broad strokes when we get to your turn, but just prior, did you see a lot of action going his way? A lot of no. balls missed? No, it was a ton of running. Yeah. It was a lot of running and check down passes in the Redskins game. And, like, that's not really what Pryor does. So not a lot of throws to him. It was pretty, it was pretty slow offense, but, in fact, they weren't even doing that well until at the end, I think, when they started scoring a little bit more, but it was still it was kind of a rough game to watch. Especially when your fantasy quarterback is handing out balls for 50-yard touchdown runs. Yeah, yeah, that made me sad. But, you know, that's the way it is. Um, let's see. I'm going to see if this yeah. Hogan from New England, which, so, I mean, 15 and a half points, that's not something to sneeze at. No, it's not. I mean, I feel like you can, like, get up, pick up, like, any wide receiver. How many receivers do the Patriots have left? Two. They only have two wide receivers? That are totally healthy, I believe. They only have two that are totally healthy. Like, if you can get one of those two, like, they're going to get you some points. <laughs> like, Seriously. automatically. Yeah. Uh, I picked oh, I picked up Amendola. He's on my he's on my IR, but apparently he's questionable for next week. So we'll see if he comes back. But other than that, yeah. So that's a that's a good pickup by him. I think it'd be a good pickup by you, Amendola, too. Let's, if he doesn't get hurt, yeah. Well, he's gonna get hurt, but he'll be great while he's in. Maybe he get like seven catches while he's in the first half before he gets concussed. Tom Brady was throwing so many balls at him the first week. So in fact, that's how he got hurt. Kind of let him. He got like just hit hard. But yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he has, that, he has that to look forward to. Um, I like Adam Thielen. I think last week was a bad week because Bradford was out, but uh, I didn't think he had a bad game. He just didn't have a good game. Yeah, I mean, he still would have beaten a few people in mm-hmm. the league with that the amount of points that he got. So. Yeah, middle of the pack score. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think it's a compliment to him that his team is falling apart, and I can still say, oh, I like Chris Hogan. I like Adam Thielen. Uh Leonard Fournette, I don't know if you have much of an opinion on him, but uh seems, looks like he's touchdown dependent at this point. He's averaging three and a half yards a carry through two games. It's a small sample size, but it's also, you know, if not for those touchdowns, you'd be even worse shape. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem I've been having with running backs lately. So they split a lot of time, and they're not necessarily getting a lot of yards. Mm-hmm. If they put them in a goal line offense, they can get you points. But, it's, but if they don't get those touchdowns, it's kind of, ugh. Yeah, especially a guy like Fournette is not a dual threat, I don't believe. I think he's purely going to get his stuff running the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but hey, he's getting points, so that's what matters. Somebody not getting points is the guy at number eight. Care to take a guess? Bobby. Nope. Uh, Gordy stays at number eight. Oh, man, I said Gordy last time, and I forgot. <laughs> okay, Gordy. Yep. It wasn't a bad week. Uh, looks, I think he would have had the third or fourth highest score. Let's see. I'm actually on it right now. He has the third highest score. Yep. 
And he still lost. That really stinks. Double check. You sure it wasn't the fourth highest score? Let's see. Yep. Jay got 136. You got 140. Oh, Matt got 161. He's the fourth highest score. So still, you're going to win more than that with that score. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to look at this team. Ben Roethlisberger did pretty decent. Rob Gronkowski finally had a good week. And then he got hurt, because that's what Rob Gronkowski does. Yep. Yep. I don't know if he's, like, out, though. I didn't see any information on that, but they did take him out of the game. But he still got him 23.5 points. If, uh, if you go back to our first podcast, one of the things I said I hated about this team was the decision to pick Cooper over Freeman. If he had picked Freeman and not Cooper, he wins this game. Ouch. But I'm sorry, you were you were saying something when I interrupted you. No, you're you're perfectly fine. I'm just looking at his team. Uh, it, it's it's sad though too because it looks like his team doesn't have any depth. Oh, the bench is atrocious. Yes. I mean, I'm not counting quarterbacks because they're like automatically going to get quite a few points. Mm-hmm. So if you take them out of the equation, his highest person on the bench has four and a half points. So that's rough. So like he even started Christian McCaffrey, who got six points. Amari Cooper, who got five points. And that's still higher than anybody on his bench. It's a dumpster fire. Um, I looked at the numbers for all of his running backs. Last week, they combined... All of them, his starters and his bench, 32 carries for 70 yards. A total of 14 and a half points. Wow. Yeah, he's going to have to try to make some changes there. I mean, I know we want to keep Theo Riddick. We like Theo Riddick, but you like Theo Riddick. Well, you know, I like him because I'm a Lions fan, but I don't think he's fantasy viable at the moment. Like, is there even using Washington more than him? So, I will say, um, there is a path here to a decent record, and that is if Keenan Allen can stay healthy, he's, I think he's overall having a good year. Uh, Jarvis had 13 catches last week. If Cooper and Gronk play like Cooper and Gronk, you know, eventually I have to stop harpooning how stupid the decision was to pass on Freeman and or not pick up Gordon in the third round. This is what you have, and you've got four capable wide receivers if they stay healthy. You just need to find a running back because, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think he's, I don't view McCaffrey as a running, a number no. one running back, and there doesn't appear to be a viable option. No. And Roethlisberger is not the, when your team is that weak, and you're not looking good if you don't have one of the big guns at quarterback. Yeah. I mean, if you can make some good changes, that'll be a good team. That applies to everybody, though, but as we're okay. sitting here today, yeah, it's, it's not great. All right. All right. Care to take a guess at number seven? Bobby. Nope. What? Okay, don't, don't let me. Let me get this. All right. Let me. Me. You. What? Staying at number seven. What? All right, cool. <laughs> Bobby got 71 points last week. He was also uh, second highest score, I think, in week one. Still. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's. Why why am I seven? <laughs> I was gonna start talking about Bobby's team, and that wouldn't really be all that helpful. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna ask you a question about your team, and then I'm gonna talk a little bit by, about why I think you came in at seven. Uh, one through ten. How concerned are you about Kirk Cousins being? Somebody who can rotate in and out with Stafford right now. 
Uh, 10 being most concerned? Yep. I'm like a 3. I'm not concerned yet. It's only the first two weeks. And I mean, it just looks like maybe they're kind of off off right now, especially after watching the game. It, again, they just look like they put a bunch of check down passes and running, but but we'll see. I mean, if it, if it doesn't work out, I have Stafford, so I'm not too worried. But, but yeah, not worried yet. Who was, like, when they did pass, where were they going if it wasn't a dump down? So there's Pryor, there's Crowder, there's Reed. Who was getting the targets? I think it was Crowder. I think, but then, like, other people that I don't even know their name. Like, it was just, I think they, he was really spreading it around. If, yeah, I think the touchdown was Ryan Grant or somebody. Yeah, I think it was just, like, pretty much anybody that was capable of catching a ball was getting thrown at. Okay. But most of the time, it was who was ever running, like, a short little slant or something like that in route well I think it's a good thing that you bring up not just that we're we're early into the season but this is this is relevant there are just going to be game scripts where Washington is going to choose to run the ball because they think that's a better they're trying to win games not win fantasy games yeah and it was a better idea for them to run the ball in that game specifically I mean against the Rams yeah yeah and who do the who do the uh, Redskins play this week? Uh, Oakland. Yes, yes they do. Oh, that should be a fun game. Actually, it might be. Yeah, probably watch it. Yeah, Oakland's a middle of the road defense, so that'll be all right. I don't know if I'm gonna start him or if I'm gonna start Stafford. I know he's against the Falcons, but both of them are at home. Yeah, I'll have to think about it. Sure. Let me ask you the same question then. Uh, same one through ten concern factor. T.Y. Hilton during the time that Andrew Luck is out. Uh, that's like a five or six. I'm getting more nervous because I was watching the game. Okay, and I, and I can't really say for sure if it was just the Indianapolis Colts offensive line is that bad or if the uh, defensive line of the uh, – what team are they playing? I'm having a brain fart. They were playing the Rams, right? Can we just talk about that? The uh, we were talking about the Redskins oh, game. I'm sorry, the Colts. The Colts are playing the Cardinals. Cardinals, yeah. I don't know if the Cardinals' defensive line is just that amazing, mm-hmm. or if the Indianapolis Colts' offensive line was just so bad. But like, the key barely had any time to throw the ball. So like, I understood why T.Y. Hill wasn't getting like a ton of shots because he was just they were just assaulting him in the backfield, and so that was that was that was nervous. That was you know I don't. <laughs> I don't even know if Andrew Luck will come back, if he'll be able to do anything in that situation. But uh, I forget what was going on. I think it was like, there was it their left tackle? And they just couldn't block the end. That was one of the situations they were having. But, yeah, no, I'm pretty nervous about that one. It's not even about his ability. It's just the fact that the quarterback can't stay up to throw the ball. Yeah, I was feeling bad for you. If I remember correctly, the 1 o'clock games, that was the only game that really had significance. You had T.Y. Hilton and your opponent had Fitzgerald, right? Mm-hmm. So it was the main thing you were watching. Yeah. Are you to the point with T.Y. Hilton where you were contemplating uh, you've got Jeremy Macklin and Marvin Jones on your bench that you're contemplating the move, or are you going to stay the course? I think I might start someone else next week at the moment. I'm trying to see who, who uh, Cleveland this week. Oh, he plays Cleveland. Oh, I see, man. Now I'm making it difficult. <laughs> I might keep him in now. Ah, who's Macklin play? I don't know. Well, it's going to be rough, but like – before this week, it was an automatic start for T.Y. Hilton. It's not anymore. I'm going to have to look at my bench and see if I can put someone else in. How do you feel about your bench? It's 50-50. Um, 
I think the only one I would never start on my bench is Adrian Peterson, but I feel there's a lot of inconsistency on my bench. So I just have to hope for a lucky week. You know what I mean? It sounds like you're not feeling as good about it as you did after the draft. No. I mean, all I wanted was one of those running backs to stick, and it did. One of the running backs stuck is, but my wide receivers aren't performing. Yeah. And that's the problem. And it was your throwaway wide receiver right there, running back. Like, Ty Montgomery's like your next to last pick. Yeah, he was the fourth running back I picked, so. But he's the one. <laughs> he's second ranked in the, in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, in our point system right now. So. Yeah, no, I, I like, I, I'm amazed that that pick worked out. And Lynch isn't terrible. No, um, well, he's the thing that we were talking about earlier where he doesn't get a lot of carries, but he gets touchdowns. Yeah, got one last week. And I think they got one the week before that, but, but looking at his stats minus that, it was like 40 yards and then 38 yards rushing. So, like, if he didn't get those touchdowns, he would have gotten, like, nothing. You're right on the second game, but 76 in the first one. Okay. Well, carries 76. So that's not too bad, then. Yeah, I think if you're viewing him as your flex kind of fifth starter, that's not a terrible place to be while you try to find some gold elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other thoughts about your team? No. Well, Matt Bryant is pretty baller, but besides that, not really. You've got some real passion um, about him. He's. I want a Matt Bryant jersey. I'm like that close to getting one. <laughs> to go with your Drew Stanton jersey? Yes. Well, it does look like Des and Julio are doing their part for your team. This week they did. Uh, I think yes. I, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, last week they did not do too great. Well, last week wasn't terrible. I just didn't think anybody had a fantastic game. So much. you and Lucas were kind of in this boat of everybody was sludging along. But mm-hmm. when you don't get touchdowns. Yeah. And your quarterback really uh, does not do awesome work. He's got two touchdowns through two games. That's hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Next to the power rankings. All right. Bobby. Take. Bobby is for the second week in a row, the team that was number one gets rewarded by dropping to number six. So beware, number new number one. Well, a couple things on his team. Jory Nelson got hurt. And that's the worst way to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, Start the game, get hurt, you get zero points. It's like you just didn't do a darn thing. Yep, Larry Fitzgerald, they never threw him. There was a couple times that you know that he wasn't able to fall to him, but he wasn't even targeted too much. So he only got three and a half points. Ezekiel Elliott, I don't know what happened to him. It's like the Dallas Cowboys were just like, let's not use him. It's just not. Man, I was I think it was like halftime and he had like zero yards. He That's like, right, five for zero. He, he had like four yards rushing, and then he got tackled for negative four yards and went all the way back down to zero yards on halftime. I was like, all right, well, that's positive. <laughs> I mean, he had Melvin Gordon. If you're like, wow, who did okay on your team? Melvin Gordon. Like, that's it. Even Jason, even went Jameis. He did okay, but not, not like great or anything. Yeah, this is going to be a problem. I, I think Jordy Nelson's like 50 50 this week. Mm-hmm. And I looked last week, his wide receivers averaged less than. Uh, four catches for 45 yards and only one touchdown. So when you've got that with Jameis Winston as your starting quarterback, the seven's not a bad – the seven would be uh, really your upside until something changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking at this team, that uh, – A lot yeah. of single-digit scores. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking. Looking at position rankings. Philip Rivers, 7. Zeke, 17. Jamison Crowder, 84. Larry Fitz, 
44. The uh, Cooper Cup, 20. Melvin Gordon, another player you should have drafted, Gordy, 8. So he's he's earning his keep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like that's it. Yeah. It's amazing what losing one guy can do because, you know, if you can put Nelson in the lineup. Okay, Zeke, Melvin Gordon, Jordy Nelson. If then you've got three good players and Phillip Rivers can be good enough. Yeah, but no, no. No. Bobby will come back. He's resilient. I, I believe in that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Care to guess who number five is? Cam. Cam it is. All right. On a roll this week. You really are. What is that? Uh, two in a row? Oh, yeah, two. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I'd like to point out that uh, LaShawn McCoy is currently running back 12. Okay. I'd just like to share that. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> He'll come back. He'll come back. He's had a bad week. He'll be fine. Um, let's see. Brandon Cooks. Awesome four points. He's the one guy on the New England Patriots that isn't getting all the catches. Literally the guy. Uh, <laughs> I like Baldwin got him seven points. All right. All right. I think Baldwin will be fine. Baldwin is kind of this. Baldwin is always a guy that's going to have some really major games and then a, some games that are duds. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you my concern with this team is, is Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. It's a small sample size, but, you know, it really does look like there's a big difference between what this team can do with Sam Bradford, a quarterback, and Case Keenum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a bit of a difference, yeah. <laughs> so I think if you got Case Keenum back there, you can focus on the rookie running back and contain him. Mm-hmm. Versus if you don't, I mean, Sam Bradford, I mean, that was just a masterful performance in week one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he made Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Viable options. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know how to say this. He has, he has the number one quarterback in fantasy at the moment, Alex Smith. He's still number one. He is still number one. Hey, when you have Marcus Mariota, Steve. Yeah, you finished that thought. Okay. No. I. That was the only. I think that was the only decision I was like looking at other people's teams, that was the only one I was like, maybe I would have started the other guy. But, I mean, hey, can't believe it's Marcus Mariota. But, I mean, Alex Smith, too, you can't just be like, wow, he had that great week. I'm going to start him every week. You know? So I understand. And, I mean, it's not like he only lost seven points because of it by starting Marcus Mariota over Alex Smith. Yeah, I mean, he lost by 19, so what could he have done? I, I Marcus didn't get Mariota the and Emmanuel Sanders. I'm trying to think. Would I... I think, is it just the the benefit of hindsight, but I would think I would much rather have Emmanuel Sanders playing than Randall Cobb. I guess Randall Cobb had a good matchup, but I'm just a big believer in Emmanuel Sanders. I think he's a top 20 wide receiver. I would not have been like, I would have been like either way. Okay. I understand what he did. You can't predict that he's going to get two touchdowns. That's do you do you think in our entire podcasting career you will say anything negative about any team? Yeah, I just said I would have started Alex Smith over Marcus Mariota. I just didn't say it negatively. <laughs> so you would have been like, I can't believe he started. Let's see. Uh, 
Marcus Mariota. That's a dumpster fire. Ugh, it's so bad. You're so bad, Cam. You should. You're bad, and you should feel bad. You see, no, I'm over here like I would have done this, but I understand why he took the other way. Will you say no, Kenny? That's my pot pie. <laughs> no, Kenny, that's my pot pie. Oh, I didn't realize it was really. I don't think that's a good Cartman voice. I don't think I can do a Cartman voice. But all right. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like you just like want to say mean things to Cam now at this point. <laughs> like you're just like every week you're just gonna like look over his team and be like, Ogletree, you idiot. <laughs> no, Cam, I like your team. <laughs> <laughs> It's not what you say, Steve. It's how you say it. <laughs> okay. Cam, your team's terrible. Um, I think six is generous. Well, you see how you say it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't do the Cartman-like voice like you did. Okay, fine. But, but it's just how you say it. Uh, your team's terrible, and no. you should be thankful to be number six in the power rankings. Or You're five. Yeah, all right. All right, who's... who's what number's next? Is it four? Yeah, Alex, I don't know if you got that memo, but four does come before five. Okay. I just I forgot what number we were on. That's all right. I am going to say... Man, this one's hard. Kelly. Nope. Really? Not Kelly. Jay. Nope. Can't be Matt, can it? It is Matt. Really? Matt had the high score last week. That's what I'm saying. His team murdered everybody. Yeah, I. that's a pretty big jump. He went from 10 after the first week up to 4. Oh, I didn't know he was 10 before. Okay, that's why. But yeah, his. oh my gosh, his team did so fucking good. Now, Alex, I, uh, I can't divulge confidential um, information, but I do have inside, inside resources with the uh, this aired in 2009 franchise. So I was able to kind of talk with them off the record, kind of what they thought. And were you really concerned when Tom Brady played like Cam in week one? And he said he was. Um, yeah. And then he came out and got 447 yards passing and three touchdowns. And do you know how much worse that would have been? Like they pretty much took the brakes off. Yeah, they, they put the brakes on in the second uh, half of that game. Didn't, gosh, was I there and they asked me if he should be worried about Tom Brady? No. Gosh, no, he shouldn't be. It's Tom Brady. He's a good quarterback. Man. And, you know, I had DeAndre Hopkins on my team all year, and even even he got like 10.5 points, which is insane, but seven catches. I mean, good for him. Everybody on his team. So, like, I forgot what was the last team we were looking at, and everybody got single digits. Pretty much everybody on his team got double digits. Everybody, I think I've got a note to that effect. Everyone got double digits in this uh, match. Jeez. No, but the belief the belief inside this team is pretty strong. They think that they've got top-tier Brady, top-tier Evans, and they just need the rest of the guys to carry water. And that's that really is the benefit to having a top-shelf quarterback. And the reason you pause before you draft a Le'Veon Bell, because he's now... He's got those two corner cornerstones to his franchise, and he's sitting in pretty good shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he's just a good team. I don't want to go against Matt. 
it is really weird. We go from like tenth, tenth to like, oh, there's so many problems with this team that they are number four and moving on up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's easy after the first week because you know once you get to like week four or five, you kind of average people's stuff out a little bit better. Like week one, it's you know someone could have a bad week and they're like they're terrible. But we were ahead of the curve on this. I'm not ahead of the curve, but we knew that he had. He had unfair issues in terms of, remember, the bye week affected him more than anybody else. Evans didn't mm-hmm. play. Um, I'm thinking of somebody else on his team that didn't play that I'm drawing a blank on. Jay uh, Ajayi didn't play. Yep. Um, and I made a comment last week, which I'm sure you would have agreed with. I, I thought Zach Ertz is the perfect uh, third third wide receiver slash tight end for this team. Just a solid guy to go with two, um, a stud like Evans and an up-and-down guy like Hopkins. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And look, C.J. Anderson is going to get hurt this year, but you got Carlos Hyde sitting on the bench. You have three quality running backs. Yeah. So Carlos Hyde and Dak Prescott. Well, yeah, good for him. I mean, he doesn't really have great depth at the wide receiver position, I wouldn't say. I don't think Sammy Watkins and Jimmy Graham and Moncrief aren't doing great, but we'll see. No, totally agree. I don't think he's got any depth, but I think he – if these guys can play the year, mm-hmm. that's all right. Absolutely, yeah. Just to hope he doesn't get any injuries. But if he doesn't, he should be in a pretty good spot. Because we're saying that he's got three guys on his roster listed as questionable, so hopefully that turns out all right. Ah, uh, yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Care to guess team number three? Is it you? Nope. Wow. I'm trying to think who I haven't said. Oh, Jay. No. What? Kelly? Kelly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see that one. See, I said I was doing a good job. And then... Through through our years of experience in the podcast game, I have also got inside uh, sources at the Victorious Secret Camp. Okay. They are quite happy with their team as well, recognizing a little bit of luck to get through this last week, but 2-0 is 2-0. Yeah, I was gonna say she didn't. I don't know. I'm not gonna hate on her why she's number three. That she, you know, she's two and zero. But uh, her team didn't exactly perform like the best last week. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there's Demarco Murray with three points. Antonio Brown only got eight and a half. I'm pretty sure Antonio Brown did really well the first week though, didn't he? Yeah, I wanted to compliment you on that. You had made a. I was going back and listening to the first episode, and you made a, co- a comment like. I'm telling you, it's got this feeling Golden Tate and Antonio Brown are going to go off. They combined for 21 catches for, I think, just under 300 yards between the two of them. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was going against Kelly the first week, and I was watching the Lions game, and, like, every time Golden Tate caught the ball, I was like, yeah, go Lions, and I was like, no. (laughs) Kelly has Golden Tate. Yeah, my gosh. And Matt Stafford didn't get a ton of yards, but he still, how many catches did Golden Tate have? Four? Last week. He only had four catches Mm -hmm. for 25 yards. I mean, there were he didn't complete a lot of passes last week, so it wasn't the most offensive game ever. But no, I think he only had 120 some odd yards, didn't he? Yeah, I think uh, like one of the scores was like a crazy field goal and then a punt return. So there were actually only two touchdowns that the offense got. So it just wasn't the best offensive game. I still think Golden Tate's a great pickup. So. Oh yeah, he just had a he just had an off week. But yeah, no, oh, thank you for acknowledging my uh, my comment. Appreciate that. I got good acknowledge is good. Yeah, but I like this team. I think that, well, I'm sorry. I like the wide receivers. Um, one of the things I talked about last week was I think when we were talking about who had the best wide receiver core, 
I think you're still, I, I think it's still yours once T.Y. Hilton comes back, or I'm sorry, Luck comes back to make Til Hilton better. But uh, I think we didn't give Kelly enough credit in the uh, in the review. Obviously, Antonio Brown, Alshon Jeffries is playing great in Golden Tate. Mm -hmm. a solid number three. I think he's a great number three wide receiver to have. Mm -hmm. Amazing number three wide receiver to have. Amazing number three. Now, I do hear some rumblings that they are not happy with the running back situation, and I can't imagine I'd be happy with Tear My Hamstring, Murray, Ingram, Gore, and West. Tear My Hamstring, Murray? How many times has he torn his hamstring? I think he tweaked it in tra uh, training camp, and now it's kind of flaring up again. That's why he has a questionable designation, and I don't think he played the whole game. I think Derrick Henry came in for part of the game. Probably doesn't earn that nickname, then. That's more of a nickname for somebody that's done it like four times. I'm sorry, am I... Am I? Do I have to clear my nicknames with people now? Yeah, you know. So to summarize, I have to change things so that I can talk to iTunes. Well, and now no, I just, no, you just can't give a nickname to a guy for something that just happened. Like I could call you Blue Shirt Steve for the rest of your life. So you're wearing a blue shirt right now. So yeah. You, you nicknamed you. See, by by saying that, Demond will tear my whatever Murray. Yeah. You're, you're implying that he's done it a lot, and I was like, oh, I'm curious. No, he hasn't. That's oh, do your research. How many times has he hurt his hamstring? Well, I'm gonna. I don't think that there's just gonna be a Google website or whatever. It's just gonna be like DemarcoMurray.com, and one of the fun facts is how many times. <laughs> no, because it's gonna be TearMyHamstringMurray.com. Marco Murray hamstring. You're really gonna keep the audience engaged with this one. Now, am I? Let's see. Corey has the Marco Murray updates. Yeah, they're just talking about. How many? Just talking about his current hamstring. Titans DeMarco Murray versus closest. his old one. What? His current hamstring versus the previous one. Yeah. Well, anyway, what what other comments do you have, Blue Shirt Steve? Um, I think you've got to be concerned about the running back position, and you can always, with our position, you can put a wide receiver in that flex spot, so that will help. If you want to put a Kyle Rudolph in there, but uh, Something's gonna. I gotta figure something out there. Okay. Uh, beyond a foot sprain injury in 2012 that sidelined him for six games, Murray has been a workhorse. He has started in 61 out of a possible 64 games. Is that courtesy of his mother? No, that's some website that I'm on. That. Yeah. So yeah. The 64 games encompasses four years. That's what I'm saying. The past four years. Right. Since that last time he tweaked his whatever. Foot. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. But a workhorse. That used to be Workhorse Murray. Workhorse Murray, who couldn't complete his last game. It's different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Well, congratulations on the number three ranking, Kelly. All right, care to guess who's coming in at number two? Oh, man. You. Me, indeed. The biggest, most confusing thing about these stupid ratings. Okay, so why is your team so bad that they don't deserve number two? Well, we continue to have the issue. Jordan Howard, eight carries, nine yards. Le'Veon Bell, 25 carries, 78 yards. Can't even break four yards of carry. Still has yet to get a touchdown. And we're talking about our my first two picks. Mm -hmm. uh, Demarius Thomas, my third-round pick, has not been anything special. Uh, basically, I have... Uh, gotten some breaks at my late round picks, Stefan Diggs in week one and Michael Crabtree in round two, as well as streaming some good defense. 
have put me in this position. So definitely some concerns on my end about what this team is going to be. Let me take a look here. I, you just have so many good players. Well, like that have been doing well. You have the number one wide receiver so far. That's Michael Crabtree. Mm -hmm. You have the number one defense. You have the seventh ranked best quarterback. Uh, you have the number one running back. What do you mean you just have a bad team? Kareem Hunt. Who saw that one coming? Hey, come on. The guy that picked him up had a had an inkling. Your team's weird. It's like all of your first picks that should have been great just are not good. But then all these picks down here, you're like, no, oh, no, maybe. And then they all just are great. Like, you just got lucky on every single one. Like, ah, maybe not luck. But I don't think that you were just sitting there with your whiteboard at home, like, circling Kareem Hunt 12 times, were you? No, but I was circling, uh, I was circling Tyree Kill. And that one paid off. Oh, yeah, he's the fourth ranked. <laughs> All right, so you have that one. I mean, he only got six points last week, though, so you don't really know. I know that first week he had was insane. But we can't really predict if he's going to do that the rest of the year. Michael Crabtree, I even said that was a good pickup. So. Yeah, and I don't think everyone wants to hear me sit here and roster bait over uh, my team. So it would be if roster bait. It's a reference from the league. Oh. Um, so it'll be great if Bell can kind of get going. I can, I would prefer Howard not be a bust, but I can afford it now with Kareem Hunt. I've mm -hmm. got some time to wait for that to sort itself out. And the, yeah, Tyreek Hill is number one. I'm excited, or number four, and I'm excited about that. But I don't think he's going to finish there. So I, I think that I need to have stable wide receivers, not great ones, and the running backs need to do their part. And David Carr. Mm -hmm. Needs to be okay. All right. Takes us to the number one team in the land. Care to take a guess? Jay? Aunt B's Pie and Custard Emporium is number one. Gross. Oh, the team with Aaron Rodgers? Mm hmm. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this um, about right. his team because you we talked about the two games that you spent most of your time watching as your main game the Rams, Redskins, and then the Cardinals, Colts. Yep. Thoughts on Todd Gurley? He has not had a great year and a half, but the stats looked good. What did you notice with him when he actually got the ball in the game? Uh, he was just I, – I feel like he was carrying the ball more. Maybe like he had some more blocking to him. He had a couple of impressive plays, but, I mean, I, he was fun to watch. But it's not like last year. I feel like I, – I, I didn't watch a lot of old Rams games. Okay. But I feel a lot of the times, like, they just kept giving it to him and chucking him through the middle, and no one was blocking for him, so he'd get, like, two yards. Like, just constantly. But this time, it looks like they were moving him around the field a lot. He was able to get a lot of outside runs and uh, find holes a lot better. So I don't know if maybe that's something that the Rams worked on, especially after last week, because uh, Goff seems to be catching up a little bit. Maybe they're opening up their pass game a little bit more, so the defense is not just focusing on the run like they did last year. So maybe that's something, maybe a change that they did. I don't know. I'm not a professional. But... You're not a professional, but it's good math. If if the defense actually has to care what the passing game does, mm -hmm. that's gonna it's gonna open you up a bit. And I don't think they had to last year. <laughs> no, I'd heard some crazy stat, I forget what it was, but basically Todd Gurley was one of the first running backs who defenses made contact with, so as soon as he got the ball, they were getting to him right away. And that's more about the offensive line than you as a running back. Mm -hmm. That's a weird stat, but alright. Cool. 
But yeah, so stick with me, kid. You'll learn stuff. <laughs> yeah, for Todd Gurley. I didn't think that one. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh, Travis Kelsey. Oh my gosh, they threw him so much. Watch, you know, watching that. Uh, so good on him for that pick. Um, Aaron Rodgers is just consistent. Well, I'll tell you what. And if Jordy Nelson continues to be hurt, that's going to be uh, do nothing but up the value of Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Michael Thomas is the one guy who hasn't done much yet, and that's the one guy I was most confident in besides Aaron Rodgers. So if that comes due, he could be in really good shape. NJ is so confident in his team that he can go in every week starting the Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Yeah. Who got him call. negative two and a half points, but he's like, I'm going to win anyway. <laughs> well, they got 16 points to get Houston, but yeah, that's that was a that was an interesting choice. And he has Wentz on his bench too. You a believer? I'm bad for the first two weeks. Yeah. Okay. I just just if anything happens to Aaron Rodgers, it's like there you go. You have Carson Wentz. That is not a tough. That's a not a bad place to be in right now. So let's see. Barring an injury, like you said, the only time Carson Wentz is going to have to play is Week Eight, mm-hmm. and that's against San Francisco. So that'd be a great matchup. There you go. All right. Jay probably did that on purpose, right? <laughs> Who can I pick up that's going to be solid in week eight? I'll talk junk about teams three through nine, but i got to keep my mouth shut against uh, team one. I'm not talking first. junk. First you talk all that junk about Jason and Cam, and, I mean, what's next? No. You got some nephews you want to say some mean things about? I mean, not right now. Oh, sure, that's fair. All right, let's run it through. Uh, ten through one. Again, uh, following one spot to ten, Lucas and his team, Bobham Band, Tim, Falls from three spots from six to nine. His team, American Minions. Gordy stays at eight with, what's their name? Blue Angels Go Navy? Blue Navy. Angels slash Go Navy. There you go. You also uh, hold water at number seven. You are the injured reserves. You named your team that because everyone got a boo-boo last year. That's just hilarious. Uh, For the second week in a row, the previous team that was number one falls to number six. That being Bobby and Rocky Bombs. Uh, your mortal enemy, Cameron, and $7 worth of crappy team comes in at 5 after being number 3. Matt, uh, biggest mover of the week, and his team, this aired in 2009, people goes up from 10 to 4, jumping two spots from 5 to 3. Kelly and Victorious Secrets, and up two spots from 4 to 2, the Rainmakers, and the number one team in the land, Ant B's Custard and Pie Emporium moving up from number two last week. So we talked earlier about what our records were. Mm-hmm. So let's just kind of give the give everyone kind of a look-see into week three. So I'm going to run through the matchups, and then I will ask you to predict the winners, and I will also let you know what ESPN is projecting at this point. So. Oh, I will just start that. We pick a matchup, and then we'll each give our thing. Yeah? Um, you lead, I think I know what you're saying, but why don't you lead with that then? Okay. Pick a matchup. All right. Let's go with Matt Us first. Um, number four, Matt versus number eight, Gordy. I believe that the New England Patriots are going to continue to decimate, and that I believe, I doubt that um, Gronkowski is going to get as many catches as he did last week. I think that is going to destroy Gordy, and I believe that Matt's going to get the win. All right, you believe Matt wins, I believe Matt wins, and ESPN 
says that Matt will win. All right, so three for three with Matt. Ooh, sorry, Gordy. Next. Next. Let's go with the next not us, that being um, number six, the Rafi Bombs, mm -hmm. versus number ten, Bobham Van. I am picking the Rafi Bombs because they are ranked six. Uh, I will also say that Lucas is favored to win by 3.7 points. What say you, Alex? I believe that Lucas will win this game because I believe Bobby's team is kind of falling off the rails. And yeah, just believe in Lucas's team. They just haven't caught on yet. They're going to. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think he's got Russell Wilson as a starting quarterback right now. I'm going to guess that changes to Cam Newton. Maybe. Yeah, maybe not. All right. Final map matchup between us, the number nine, American Minions, mm -hmm. versus number five, $7 worth of bad team, Cam. Uh, I am projecting I am predicting Cam to go to two and one. ESPN is also predicting Cam. What say you, Alex? Uh, I'm going to say Mr. Moore. I, he keeps getting in. People on his team keep getting injured, and he keeps coming back, and I believe in Mr. Moore. I don't think you're ever going to go wrong believing in Mr. Moore, so good call there. All right, um, I'm going to have you do your matchup last, but I will say that the uh, jank up of the week is my matchup, number one, I'm sorry, number two, the Rainmakers versus number three, Kelly with Victoria's Secrets. Um, I pick myself. ESPN predicts me as well. What say you? I'm going to say Victoria's Secret. Fair enough. All right, final matchup is you, number seven, the injured reserves, because your team has hours. You know what? I never noticed this about her team name, but it's actually victorious, like you're winning, right? What did you think it was? I just thought it was victorious, but like like more plural. More plural. Yeah. You can be plural in degrees? I don't know, but I didn't, I didn't know it was victorious. That's a Western Michigan education right there. Hey. 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 <laughs> I didn't know that. My bad. I like it's more creative. I like the name. All right. Anyway, what what's next? Um, final matchup is you number seven, the injured reserves versus the number one team in the land, Jason with Aunt B's Pie and Custard Emporium. I have to pick Jason, so I will. Uh, ESPN predicts you, but to win by nine. So what say you, Alex? I think I got this. I think I'm gonna topple number one. I believe in it. I think I'm going to take down Scroat Squad. You can't say the name. It's Aunt B's Custard Shop Pie Emporium. What name? That's right. So if you go to two and one, you can be okay if we keep you at seven? No. Well, I mean, sure. I always do better when I'm at the bottom of the power rankings anyway. Whenever I finally get up to the top, like, whoa, that's your team's pretty good. Half my team gets hurt. So. All right. My question now for anybody who wants to answer uh, that so, being so me? Uh, no, not you. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. You can answer too, but this is going to be a question I'm tossing out, and then anybody who follows up, I will gotcha. incorporate next week. Gotcha. If you could redo one pick in your draft, what would it be? Ooh. And then I want you, I want these answers after the week three performances. Mm -hmm. And as always, you can uh, email us. 5TDs, that is F-I-V-E-T-D-S at Yahoo.com. And follow us at ChubbyThunder13 
on Twitter. Did you see the story on ESPN? I did, and I felt bad. Like, we started this? No, yeah, well, I didn't feel like we started it, but I was like, oh, man, we're jerks. Poor Eddie Lacy coming out, talking about how it's been a trouble for him in the past. Yeah. I mean, he's still a running back in the NFL. I mean, there's a lot of guys with, you know, weight problems that don't become a running back in the NFL. So props to him. It's going to be really hard to keep that weight off when he's not paid to be an athlete. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. But still. Sure, sure. <laughs> I hope it wasn't. I don't think it was our podcast. I mean, we're just going to be, like, watching the Seahawks game, and there's going to be, like, a guy with, like, a poster he made that says Chubby Thunder. <laughs> and we're be like, be like, oh, God. <laughs> it was us. <laughs> Just for the record, I'm sure that Eddie Lacy is a very lovely human being. I bet he is, too. I bet he's a really cool guy. He looks cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, so last thoughts last, last thoughts before we get out of here. Um, besides the obvious interest in your own game, anything with just fantasy football in general that you are interested to see uh, in this coming week three? I'm more interested. I mean, I don't keep track of everyone's team, but I'm more interested in just finally hoping, seeing my team start doing well them passing to the wide receivers I have. It's kind of my hope this week. And I'm, I have three Lions players on my team, so I'm looking forward to that game as well, hoping to see how they can perform. And then uh, hopefully their offense can do what they did the first week again. So. How are you feeling about uh, Admir Abdullah? We didn't talk about him specifically. I'm 50-50 because, like, he had a couple good runs that actually got pulled back last week. Or was it the first week? I did not watch much of the first game because I was watching the Raider game. I feel like he, if I have a decent run, and all of a sudden be like something will get called back for some dumb reason, so it keeps not getting the points. But, um, and the weird thing is, is when we get down to the goal line, I don't think we've been like goal line, goal line, like you know, within like five yards, we keep passing it in from far away. It sounds about right. Yeah, the Galladay passes were long. The uh, Marvin Jones touchdown was long. Yeah, but he, what we used to do with Abdullah is we used to have a lot of checkdown passes to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that comes back. But we'll see. We'll see. I still, I'm still going to keep him. I think the only person on my team that I'm thinking about getting rid of right now is Adrian Peterson. But that's for understandable reasons. Sure. I'm just going to be honest. There's probably not much of a trade market for him. You don't think so? Are you saying in the NFL or in our fantasy football league? Yes. So, okay, so both. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did see an article like that. But, no, the Saints aren't interested in trading him right now. They still want him for those six carries a game. Sure, by the part of the process. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he'd be pretty useful on another team. Although I feel like they just get like a six-round draft pick out of him, so why? I wouldn't give a six-round pick for Adrian Peterson. Why not? He's terrible. Who are you going to pick up in the sixth round that's better than Adrian Peterson? Not Adrian Peterson? Oh, okay. That's a, that's a good argument. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, uh, of insight. I have, I have been fraught full of insight, and my own personal feelings about Adrian Peterson are keeping me from giving a... Uh, Intelligent response because of some of his past transgressions. Okay. You know, as we dial down here, we are three weeks in, and I we have yet to come up with a good catchphrase to get out of this show or good music. So we could just come up with fun facts and give them fun facts at the end of the day. Let's let's go with that for now. And if you are mm-hmm. if you have suggestions for out phrases or music, let us know. Oh, you know what we could do? We could get my recorder. Mm-hmm. We could play a couple tunes on there. Yeah? Well, week one, your your plan was to have the 16-year-old play his French horn badly, so you could really just do a duet. Okay, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know how badly that would sound? Just a, yeah. Just a horn and a, and a recorder. Have you ever listened to the recorder? 
I have not, and I'm I'm also thinking that the I'm ten year old wants to play percussion this year, so the three of you could really have at it. Well, that's my other thing as a reporter. Like, I feel bad for all music teachers at elementary school having yeah. to listen to that for hours. It's just like just loud beeping noises, and it's like doot 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 for like hours. Okay, let's see. I googled I googled fun facts. So let's see. Um. Michael Jordan makes more money from Nike annually than all of the Nike factory workers in Malaysia combined. Oh, that's not fun. You know, that actually that was the opposite of a fun fact. I appreciate you recognizing that. I, I did see that Adidas has now passed Jordan as the number two uh, sneaker brand. Cool. At least I'm bringing something to the table. Talk about the, the plight of the third world country people some more. The cigarette lighter was invented before the match. Really? I don't get that one. That can't be right, right? It would seem confusing for that to be true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Huh. Let's see. Uh, typewriter is the longest word that can be made using the letters only on one row of the keyboard. T-Y-P-W-R-I. Yeah, they're up on the top. How neat is that? Oh, that's a neat. That's, see, that's a fun fact. See, that's a fun. And then uh, let's do, we got, we got one more here. Um, there is no English word that rhymes with the word month. Hunt. How come? Say goodnight, Gracie. Oh, okay. Who's Gracie? Who's Gracie?